Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday and our JM in the AM Yom Ha'atzma'ut Israel Independence Day celebration. Happy 72nd birthday to our beloved state of Israel.
שמתי שבט, עוד לא חיברתי שיר, עוד לא ירד לי שלג באמצע הקציר. אני עוד לא כתבתי את זיכרונותיי, עוד לא בניתי לי את בית חלומותיי. היי, עוד לא אהבתי די, הרוח והשמש על פעמיי. שאת פה ואת כל כך יפה, ממך אני בורח כמו ממגפה. עוד יש הרבה דברים שרציתי לעשות, את בטח תסלחי לי גם בשנה הזאת. תביני יאי, עוד לא אהבתי דם, הרוח והשמש על פעמיי. אהי, עוד לא אמרתי דם, וכאילו אם לא עכשיו Today is Yom HaAtzma'ut. Today is Israel Independence Day. Today is the 72nd birthday of the State of Israel. And we are celebrating together here at JM in the AM. Mayor Weingarten, of course, is going to be joining us uh, at some point in the next half hour. And uh, we will uh, really get into the heart of our Yom HaAtzma'ut special. Hope you've enjoyed the music so far. Yehoram Gaon with Od Loa Hafti Dai, Ornan Moshe Dots with Kachol Lavan, Shir Eretz, Eretz Yisrael Yafa, you heard Shlomo Kalbach with Od Avinu Chai, Eretz done by Ilanit, Ofra Chaza with Chai, and that was the actual live Aerovision performance of Chai from many, many years ago, <laughs> more than we care to admit. Hallelujah. That was uh, the Milk and Honey Ensemble. Chalavudvash, Avi Toledano with Hora, which is one of the, which is one of the traditional Yomatz Mut JM and the AM songs, and I wonder if Mayor remembers this. The reason Hora became such an important song for me for subsequent Yomatz Mut celebrations is because when the BBC was in our radio station monitoring and um, and writing about and reporting about our Yom Ha'atzmaut special. I think the theme was they couldn't believe that, you know, 6,000 miles away from Israel, there are people actually celebrating to the degree that we were. So the BBC was in doing interviews with us and, uh, and, and you know, witnessing the whole thing. When the report came out, when the, you know, when the final report came out uh, about this unique thing of Yom Ha'atzmaut being celebrated, you know, in the United States, so I believe the piece... The actual radio piece that they did about it started with us uh, beginning the song Hora from Avi Toledano and, um, and, and uh, you know, and, and getting on the air and in a loud fashion celebrating Israel's birthday. I don't remember what year it was, but celebrating Israel's birthday. So uh, that's one of the reasons it became such a significant song for me on a Yom Ha'atzmaut special. And, of course, Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning and Mo'adim Lesimchali Gulash Lema on this day when we say Hallel and praise Hashem for the incredible miracle of 72 years ago today. It's Wednesday on this 29th of April, the 5th of ER. Today is day number 20 in the counting of the Omer, two weeks and six days. Today is 20, if you forgot to count last night, 
Make sure to do so sometime today. As we said, it's Yom Atzimut here in New York. 48 degrees, cloudy, and a high of 57. Rain late tonight, low of 50, and showers tomorrow, a high Thursday, 60 degrees. 61 right now in Yerushalayim. I guess those who aren't able to celebrate outside, they're not totally bummed out. It is actually only 61. It's not like it's an 80 or 90 degree day there. And here it's 48 in New York City as we say good morning at JM and the AM. Big hello to our friends at World Mizrahi, the Mizrahi World Movement. And I have some comments that when Mayor uh, comes on the air with me, I'm going to make about them. Uh, today's the day, right? Today is the day to comment about. Um, today's the day to comment about uh, uh, about World Mizrahi. It's Yom Atzmud, after all. Anyway, I'll be mentioning more about that later on. I just want to say now that it is because of them that we are on Facebook Live. Uh, we've shared it. So you can go to uh, facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network, facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. You'll see me. You'll see Theodore Herzl right next to me. You'll see some Israeli flags and our NSN logos as we celebrate Yom Ma'ut. And again, it's facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network with kudos to World Mizrahi. More coming up. You are listening to JM and the AM on this uh, 72nd birthday of the state of Israel. Pretty remarkable, to say the least. And um, uh, Mayor Weingarten is going to be with me. We're going to be uh, celebrating together uh, with plenty to talk about on this historic day. If you keep it right here at JM in the AM.
ישראל, כמו הסנה הבוער. אמרו שנרדם, אך ליבו תמיד
בארץ, בתרמיל ובמקל, ובוודאי תפגוש בדרך שוב את ארץ ישראל. יחבקו אותך דרכיה של הארץ הטובה, היא תקרא אותך אליה כמו אל ארץ אהבה.
turn to Israel and are like dreamers. All the leaders of the world are trying to understand how, while our people flood back in from all the nations, and after centuries of tears, we see you, Hashem, in everything and await your warm embrace of full redemption.
JM in the AM. Oh, there we go. JM in the AM. Happy 72nd birthday to the amazing and incredible gift and the amazing and incredible miracle of the state of Israel. I am here. My name is Nahum Siegel. Mayor Weingarten is here. Chag Sameach, Mayor. Chag Sameach, Nahum. Manishma. That's correct. A little bit of a different mood than yesterday as we are now celebrating. We've gone through the uh, Yom HaZikaron day and the transition to Yom HaTzmaut. And today is, of course, a day of celebration. Today is an amazing day that we get to spend together in this format, uh, inviting people around the world to celebrate with us. You heard Ohad and Company with Israel Bill Vavot with a special Chag Sameach to Mr. Simon Jacob and family. Uh, the Parvarim had Hava Nagila. I had to do it now because Mayor would be completely against the playing of Hava Nagila later that's why, on. <laughs> that's why you noticed that I came on after you played that. Correct. <laughs> I've been up since three. Because because Mayor's Taina every year, his complaint is that uh, the, the Hava Nagila has become way too mainstream. It has, as you always put it, what are we at? A hockey game. Hockey game. <laughs> with Kumit Levi with Aaron Razel had Am Yisrael. was done by one of the classic selections, of course, and Odlo Hafti Dai. That was Yoram Goon. Wednesday morning, day 20 in the counting of the Omer, two weeks and six days on this Yom Ma'ut. Now you'll notice a couple of things. First of all, the courtesy of our friends at World Mizrahi, and we'll have more to say about them later on, uh, but I just want to say courtesy of our friends at World Mizrahi. Um, we are being uh, a broadcast on their uh, virtual Beit Midrash for Yamat Smut. Check it out at Mizrahi.org and, of course, on their Facebook page, uh, World Mizrahi. Uh, you can go to Facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network, Facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. You'll see Mayor. You'll see me. You'll see my special Yom Ha'atzmaut tie, Tadarabah Mar Weingarten. For acknowledging I gave you that tie? No, but for acknowledging the tie that I was oh, wearing okay. earlier. I had a flag also, but it's not here. You'll see some Israeli flats mayor's way of accusing me of <laughs> of, of keeping I was I was saying it so subtly. <laughs> of keeping so all his subtly. flags over the years. Uh there are some flags flying in my background. And mayor. Im Tirtsu Einzo Agada. Look who's yes. right next look who's right next to me. And I have prepared some things for Ooh, that. I like it. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Round the world, the web at AlchemSiegel.com, on the AlchemSiegel Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Gali Tzal in the background. We'll do our news from Israel now. And then we will continue with Mayor Weingarten and myself in a full 72nd birthday celebration of the State of Israel. Imagine that. There are 72 candles on the big cake. We remember the days when there were much fewer. Now we celebrate with 72. We're closer to 100 than to zero, as I always like to point out. We are marching on with the beloved miracle of the state of Israel. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast next. Chag Sameach from Jam the Galitzal, Shalom Rav, Chag Atzmaut Sameach, Kaneilam Ismailov, יום העצמאות ה-72 למדינת ישראל. לראשונה מזה עשר שנים זוכה בחידון התנך העולמי. רות כהן בת 16 מישראל היא קלת חידון התנך לשנת תשפ. פ. לפני זמן קצר שוחחה עם גלי צהל וסיפרה, זה היה החלום שלי. בעיקר שמחה, ברוך השם זה ממש לא מובן מאליו, עם כל ההשקעה והלמידה. שמחה שקצרתי את הפירות. למדתי המון, בשבוע האחרון אפילו הייתי בבידוד ולא בגלל קורונה. <laughs> היה לחוץ כי לא ידענו למה, לקראת מה אנחנו הולכים. ביטלו את המחנה, ביטלו הרבה דברים שהיו אמורים גם להכין אותנו לחידון. 
כתבנו דורון קדוש מוסר כי בפעם האחרונה בה זכתה אישה הייתה זו אור אשואל בחידון של שנת תש"ע. בטס חיל האוויר החגיגי יתחדש בעוד כשעה ויחלוף מעל מרכזים רפואיים כאות הוקרה לצוותי הרפואה והסיעוד הנאבקים במגפת הקורונה. בסבב האחרון להיום יעבור המטס מעל המרכזים הרפואיים ברזילי באשקלון, אסותא באשדוד, קפלן ברחובות, שמיר בראשון לציון ובירושלים מעל בית החולים הדסה עין כרם ושערי צדק. לבסוף יעבור המטס שמצייר לבבות באוויר גם מעל סורוקה בבאר שבע ויוספטל באילת. הצוות האווירובטי ברח מהאוויר את צוותי מגן דוד אדום. שלום, כאן טייסי הצוות האווירובטי של חיל האוויר. אנו מצדיעים לצוותי מגן דוד אדום, אשר עובדים לילות כימים כדי לספק מענה מהיר ומיטבי, ומאחלים לכם ולכל עם ישראל בריאות איתנה וחג עצמאות שמח. מחר בבוקר יפגינו כ-350 עובדי אל על מול בית הדין לעבודה. העובדים יפגינו מול בית הדין לעבודה בבת ים, שם ייערך דיון על כוונת ההנהלה לפגוע בזכויות הסוציאליות של העובדים לצורך הזרמת כסף לחברה. כתבתנו עינב קרנר מוסרת כי ההפגנה מתקיימת בכפוף לאישור שקיבלו העובדים ותתקיים תוך שמירה על נוהלי משרד הבריאות. מזג האוויר תחול ירידה ניכרת בטמפרטורות, בעיקר בהרים ובפנים הארץ, מחר צפויה התחממות. ולסיום, לא רק מדינת ישראל חוגגת יום הולדת, גלי צה"ל מאחלת יום הולדת שמח לחיילים הבודדים שנולדו ביום העצמאות. קוראים לי סלחיו, אני חייל בודד בחטיבת גולני, נגביסט, עליתי לארץ מספרד לפני שנה, והיום הולדת שלי, באותו יום של היום העצמאות, ארגוג את זה בשטח עם ה... מחלקה שלי, עם האחים שלי, כמו שצריך, ויהיה כיף של החיים. לכל מאזיני גלי צה"ל, חג עצמאות שמח. אלה החדשות שעורכת תום וינטראו בלוק, בצוות נבות רבלסי ויאלי הראל. What was the last thing? The last thing was a, uh, an acknowledgement of people who are born on Yom Ha'atzmaut? Was that what it was? A lone soldier. Yeah. whose birthday turns out to be today, which is also Yom HaTzmod. So, so he, was, he was celebrating. And he, and he was from Spain, they said. From Spain? Yeah. I don't I remember which. A Spanish country, I just don't remember I think which. he said Sfaran, yeah. And, uh, and, and I have a note in front of me based on one of the Facebook comments we got about this year's Chidon HaTanach. What could you tell us about this year's? It sounded like the 16-year-old girl who won. Uh, two things. Number one, she said, because no, she said it was her dream come true to, to win this thing. Right. But I she think, didn't use those words. Right. I know, but, but I'm using yes. those words. Yeah. And you're, you're influenced by the I'm influenced by my neighbor, man. by my neighbor over here. That's right. And also, last night, it was funny, last night someone said to me, I asked about the health of uh, a very well-known halachic author, who I know, and someone said uh, he, he's the happiest guy in the world. He's never had this much time to write. because, she, <laughs> and, it, and it sounded like she was saying the same thing, that because of seclusion and isolation, yeah. she was able to study much harder, right? She said that she was in isolation, but not only because of corona. Right. I guess, I guess any good Chidon HaTanach coach would demand yeah. isolation at some point, right? There's no question. So tell us, tell us the details, Mar Weingarten. I only saw the last uh, like 45 minutes or so because I was asleep during not that it was boring it was right. just, I was literally asleep because of the hour difference do you know what do you know what city she's from even Hadera I believe they said and she came in first and second came in Moshe Glidai from Gushetzion who's a student at Mekor Chaim 
Yeshiva. Wow, shout out to Yossi Baumel and everybody Absolutely. at Makar Chaim. And everybody wow. else there, Rabbi Singer. All right. And Rabbi Steinzoltz. Um, Steinzoltz. He's, a, he's a one of the founders. Steinzoltz, right? of course, of course. And um, there was the, the highest uh, placing um, non-Israeli. No, I shouldn't say that. No. The highest placing American was from Baltimore, Maryland, and I Shields. His last name is Shields. Okay. Natan Shields, or as Absalom Kor insisted on calling him Chaim Nossen. Why? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's his name. Maybe that's I how he's referred know. to. Who so knows? that's what I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if he calls him he's calling him Chaim Nossen to make fun of him because that's the way he calls him. Or, you know, like I I don't know. I'm oh, sure. it could be. The, the way we know the way we, the way you know and others know Absalom Kor, he does have a sense of humor that could bring him to, yes, to call a chutz, sure. a chutzniki in that matter, right? For sure, for sure. So he came in and I, I he was I think fifth or something like that. Now I was given the name on one of our Facebook comments. I was given the name of TABC student Ezreal Viner or Viner. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Oh, so he he also was. So he was I didn't realize he was from TABC. Was he somewhere in the top ten or something? He was. I think he was somewhere in the top ten. Um, uh, internationally, we're waiting for the official statistics to come in. Meaning internationally, top ten. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Mazal yeah, yeah. tov. So congrats, on, and, and as we always say, congratulations to the schools and the parents and the families that really help these young people, young men, young women, accomplish this incredible goal. And, of course, Mazal Tov to them. And although it is a cliche to say just being in it, you're a winner. Right. In this case, it's so true. Oh, yes. Just what you've learned, the ability to just rattle off answers on Tanakh questions and have the mastery of our holy book is you're a winner. It's unbelievable. It really is unbelievable. You walk in as a winner. All right, a couple of things. There's so much I want to tell you, and I I'm already I already know we're not gonna have enough time. But let's start. I I I know I know I always do this, but I I just I have to say it again. We've been doing Yomatzmut specials for God knows how many decades, you and I. And I I just have to point out we have a state of Israel, and at the top of the hour, their newscast includes the words Yomatzmut Sameach. It includes the words Chag Sameach. These are words that if you told any Jew 75 years ago, not going back 100 years, I'm not going back 1,000 years, tell them 75 years ago that there would be an, an international broadcast, right? Because now we're up to the stage where all this, us, Galitzal, everybody is international. Yeah. An international broadcast, and at the top of the hour, their writers would insist that the newscast begin with the words Yom Hatzma Utsameach in reference to a state of Israel, they never would have believed it. And we I have to acknowledge that at the start of this. And uh, we use the opportunity of your acknowledgement, and of course this is what you're saying, to say thank you, God, yep. for allowing us to live during a period of time that our forefathers, ancestors, grandparents, great-grandparents, and so forth, going back almost 2,000 years, would have given everything in the world to have a glimpse for one second of the Jewish people returning to the land of Israel, exactly. to have for one second a glimpse of a, a state of Israel that has over 9 million people living in it. I, I, I and is a, wor last... a world leader in every category. 
Yes, yes, but I'm just saying, just from the numbers, I looked at the numbers last night and I said, nine million. When did it become nine million? <laughs> like in my head, it's still six. You, you remember? Like, like, you, uh, you remember when the place was empty? What's going on here? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> there was there, there wasn't so much traffic. Uh, Oh, by the 40? way, I'm oh, sorry. Go yeah. ahead. No, I'm just, you, no, go you know me when I'm overly enthusiastic, I can't stop interrupting you. I'm sorry. And I do the same. But I'm so overly enthusiastic. Usually the top of the hour newscast when we start a Yomats Mut special is all about two things, traffic and barbecues. We're, and parking, parking. Right. Were either of them mentioned in today's newscast? No, no. No traffic in Israel. Huh? No, no traffic, no parking problems, no mangal problems. You think there are people who are uh... on the porch? Yeah, not... It's Chagamir Pasot. I guess so. By the right? way, by the way, just like I always say that the only time I really go out of my way to eat uh, latkes is on Hanukkah, and the only time I really have a a hankering, as they say, for blintzes is on Shavuos. Uh, today, I have to acknowledge, I have to acknowledge one of our dedicated listeners, listener Tikva in Petach Tikva. Who uh, ma- Lesnar, who, who made homemade falafel today in honor of Yomats Ma'ud. And, wow. and today, I don't know if generally I'd really go for it, but today, if I had an opportunity to have some delicious homemade falafel in honor of the Chag, I would go for it, Mayor. If there would be flights, somebody could send it to you. Yeah, I know she did make a delivery to Aunt Panina and Uncle Mark. I was told oh, she did make a delivery so nice. to them. Well, that's so, a local delivery. Yeah, so they're enjoying it. But no flights today, unfortunately. There won't be any yeah. flights. Uh, a couple other things I wanted to mention to you. First of all, I have to acknowledge our friends at World Mizrahi, and I know that you're going to join me on this. Um, when th- th- this is the reality, and and by the way, when I thank World Mizrahi for including us in our virtual in their virtual Beit Midrash, I thank um, Daniel Cohen. Daniel, you know, you think you think it's Rav Daron Peretz or Rabbi Tarragon who's sitting there pressing all the buttons for this for this uh, live Facebook. It's actually Daniel Cohen who gets all the credit for it. So he is he's pushing all the buttons and making sure that we're on. But I have to say something. You know that when World Mizrahi was taken over, but taken over, it sounds like it sounds like a coup. It was a coup yeah. <laughs> when the leadership switched. It was to, a quiet coup <laughs> when the leadership switched to Rav Daron Peretz. I said this to his face. In his office in Yerushalayim, I said, you know, the, when the state was founded, my father and many others uh, called for the Mizrahi movement to close, to end, because there was no reason for it when you have the state of Israel. And unfor- and I said to him that the world Mizrahi movement, I, I, I'll be careful how I say this, was not viewed in the most favorable light for, for a long, long time because of the dormancy or the impression of dormancy of the organization. And he knew this, and he accepted it. And I came back to him a year or two later after we had started working with him and after he had just propelled the organization to an unbelievable place, in my opinion. I came back to him and I said, you, 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 you said you would change things, and you changed things. And I think one of the reasons the change went as well as it did is the following. He started to incorporate a lot of important Mizrahi organizations and efforts under one umbrella. He became partners with key publishers, with key yeshivot, with key personalities, and with key networks in order to expand and to make effective the work of World Mizrahi. And not everyone's comfortable doing that, bringing in people to partner with, etc. Mm-hmm. But he did it. And I think it has to be acknowledged. And it's something I, I think on Yom Ha'atzmud, as I said earlier, is the day to thank him for the effort. Because the, I will say this, Rav Daron, and to everybody listening from Mizrahi, the sum of the parts, how do you say, the sum is greater than the than the um, than the individual parts. 
all yeah. these individual parts you put together, and now we are a, and I say we because I'm a proud partner, we are a much more effective and vibrant and youthful movement together because he has incorporated all these elements. I, that's one of the things I wanted to say, and of course we're on because of them right now because we're on their virtual bait midrash. And, and in addition to us, I'm going to add the, sure. the activity Right. The amount of it, publishing the um, new news magazine that they have, I can't remember. I think it's it, called it, Hamizrahi. Hamizrahi, yeah. And it's it's just comes out a few times a year. I'm pulling. Is, I'm pulling this out. I'll tell you why. Yes. <laughs> well, you probably have a copy in there. Yeah. Well, I have the Pesach one. I don't have the Yom Atzmut one. I have the Pesach one. What happened was. Rav Daron and his staff, you know, they, they did make a, a certain number. Obviously, there was no real distribution to shuls and to places <laughs> right. this year. I've heard a Pesach one. But they made a certain number to get to certain places that, you know, that, that were, would make sense, etc. And I said to him, you know, I love reading it online, but I would love to have a hard copy of it. And sure enough, they made sure to mail me a hard copy of it, which oh, is that's great. That's so nice. Yeah, it's it was, a collector's edition. You better it, hang on to it. It is a rarity because most people don't have it. And now, right. if they would send me the Yomatsmut one, I mean, that would just make the collection over the top. I would put that with my miniature yes. Theodore Herzl. And yes. by the way, the credit for that goes to David Matlow, as you know. David Matlow is the man who we visited in Toronto to see his Herzl Museum, which is incredible, that whole Herzl exhibit. And this, and he gave this to us as a gift, which was amazing. And sure enough, uh, we practically have the Rhine River in front of us as Herzl overlooks the Rhine River from the balcony of his hotel. If you're watching Basel. on Facebook Live, in ba Basel, Switzerland, in Basel at the first Basel, line Switzerland, right? Uh, if you if you have Facebook Live and are watching it, anyway. So yes, did you finish what you wanted to say about Mizrahi? I apologize. No, it's just <laughs> I'm, all, I'm all over the place this morning. I'm celebrating. I'm celebrating Israel's 72nd birthday. Could you imagine? Hooray. Could you imagine? I'm telling you, people, the young people, you don't realize. You don't realize. No one would have believed it. It literally was an absolute dream. Nobody would have believed it. And I, I have to say the following, and I know you're going to join me on this. I am dedicated. This is our first Yom Atzimut special since, for us, a terrible thing happened. This is our first Yom Atzimut special since that day. Um, and we are, and therefore, we are dedicating. Uh, this Yom Atzimut special to a very special person. You introduced me years and years and years and years ago to the beloved Mr. Barry Lieben, uh, Dov Ben Aliyahu, and he became a great friend, a great supporter, an incredible uh, and amazing advisor, and just a wonderful uh, uh, person uh, in, in, who, who took such great pride in what we do here at JM and the AM, the Nahum Siegel Network, etc. Two of the things he cared about most were the Jewish people and the state of Israel, as you know. And um, we are therefore, in his memory, in the memory of Dov Ben Aliyah, we are dedicating this Yom Hatzmut special as I am thinking of him today. I mentioned to his family that we are thinking of him today. All he ever did when it came uh, to this show is encourage us to do everything we could for the state of Israel and to just celebrate and herald the fact that the state of Israel is the greatest gift ever given to us by the one above uh, as a Jewish nation. And I just uh, and I just want to mention him, Dov Ben Eliyahu, the great Mr. Barry Lieben, who we remember today on Israel Independence Day. Yes, I definitely join you in that. It was a special, special person that we lost. 100%. And uh, I'm glad that so many people, especially people in Israel, knew him very well and uh, and knew all the incredible things that he did for so many 
in our beloved state. 17 minutes after 7 o'clock, Yom Hatzmud morning on this day 20 in the counting of the Omer. One more thing I want to mention. I know that I keep uh, saying that to you <laughs> before I, okay. t- I turn things over to you. In fact, I'm very anxious to hear about You don't have to turn anything over well, to me. Well, I'm show. anxious to Let hear. I check. Your name is on that mic flare. I get it, but I, I am anxious to hear what you're going to tell me about this gentleman to my left. I'm oh, anxious to hear okay. about okay. what you're going to tell me about uh, about the... Uh... Something that I don't know that I, I doubt that you've seen before. Interesting. All right. Let's see what happens. I doubt it. Uh, but and I, I, and I think the listeners and the viewers, and we have a, a video, um, not a video, we have a visual to go along with it, Yeah. which uh, people that are tuned in on the Facebook Live, facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network, will be able to see Ooh, what we're talking about. By the way, you can also comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Siegel Network app for Android and iPhone. I'm going to go to those app comments in a second. Mayor, i got to mention something to you. Coming up tonight... And I know this is somewhat unusual for us. Um, coming up tonight here on the Nahum Siegel Network, actually coming up this afternoon on the Nahum Siegel Network, we are going to be broadcasting live, um, or actually I should say it this way, coming up on the Nahum Siegel Network at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time, we are going to be accompanying the Yom Hatzma'ud Hollywood, Florida Epic Car Parade. Uh, they are literally having a car parade in honor of Yom Ha'atzmaut. The uh, Grand Marshal is the mayor of Hollywood, uh, Josh Levy. Uh, the Grand Marshal is the um, a Jewish Federation of Broward County board president. Um, uh, he's going to be the Grand Marshal. And the virtual marshal is me. That's what I was told. All right. Hooray for Hollywood. Hooray for Hollywood. They're going to be adhering to all the social distancing, and they'll be giving giving treats in the proper manner, et cetera. But literally, there's a Hollywood, Florida car parade that's going to be happening uh, down there um, today, starting at 4.30 Eastern time. And I'm going to take this opportunity to thank the Young Israel of Hollywood, the Browser Maimonides Academy, uh, Avi Fryer, my uh, close friend, who's arranged all of this. Uh, congratulate Bob Schneider, who's one of the Grand Marshals, and Mayor Josh Levy. And that's all coming up later today, 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time, here at the Nahum Siegel Network. It will be broad- you will broadcast the video. It will be a, a video broadcast. I, get, I mean, I don't know if we're broadcasting the video because I don't know if there will be a video, but I think what's going to be happening is – is that everyone in their cars is going to be tuned in to us uh, while the, while the DJ down in Florida plays the music and give the gives the instructions to them through this network. I think that's, that's the goal. So it should be a lot of fun listening into what they're doing down there as this car parade is going on. So that's what's uh, happening, and and we salute anybody who's come up with original ways of celebrating Yomatz Mut today. We're limited, you know. Last night. It's it, it felt a little lonely. You know where we would have been last night? We would have been in our shuls saying Hallel. We would have been at beautiful speeches, lectures, guest speakers we've been listening to, many of them coming from World Mizrahi with that program that they've introduced as they uh, last year brought in hundreds and hundreds of people to speak uh, about Yom Ha'atzmaut. So that's not happening this year, but we're trying our best to celebrate as best as possible. All right, uh, Mar Weingarten, where are we heading? Um, music? Yeah, let's do a song. Then we'll come back talk about the, the Great Herzl and many others. By the way, uh, one of the items I wanted to just uh, pick up from yesterday, uh, we had gotten a very interesting phone call at the end of yesterday's show after the whole West Point discussion, 
asking if any uh, members of the Israeli army who had fought in Israel are buried in the United States, because that person actually said they would visit them on Yom HaZikaron, which I thought was an amazing concept. It's part of the idea that they are the Kedoshim as well. Right. And then this morning, this morning, this morning, Simon Jacob reminded me that there's a victim of terror, a very high profile victim of terror. We won't mention it right now. I wouldn't do that without the family's permission. But there's a high-profile victim there who is, in fact, buried in the U.S., and that would go into the category of yesterday because yesterday, as you know, was not just Yom HaZikaron for soldiers. It was also Yom HaZikaron for those who have fallen, Al-Kidush Hashem, at the hand of the enemy in Israel. So if, if, if we start thinking about it, I think we will, we will come up with people who are, in fact, laid to rest on this side of the world and whose memory we could pay tribute to on a day like yesterday. Right, and whose grave sites we can go visit when we visit uh what they call Kivrei Kedoshim and so forth. Nachon. Um, and uh, I did a little bit of research. I, I need to do more research, but there, there were a lot of volunteers, not on the level of a Mickey Marcus, who we spoke about yesterday, right. which is the general, but on, on, the more, on the basic soldier level. And I have to assume that, in fact, some of them are buried here. One so, would suspect. So that's something to keep I'm in gonna mind. I'm going to look into it a little more. I, I've made some headway. Uh, I, I want to mention we talked about Mickey Marcus. Right. And I forgot to mention that there's a park in his memory on Avenue P in Brooklyn. That's between, unbelievable. Between East, what was it, East uh, 3rd and East 5th in that general area. People know there's a park there, and that is the Colonel... David Mickey Marcus Memorial Park. Right. On Avenue P, you said? On Avenue P. Right correct. right near the old Le Chateau? I don't remember where the old Le Chateau that, was. That catering place on 3rd and P. That's where there's a park in his memory. I never knew that. That's unbelievable. It's, it's, uh, it's like one block off of Ocean Parkway. Yeah, I know where that is. Wow. That's right. great to know. All yeah. right. We have Yonatan Razel set up. You want to do this one first? Uh, which one? Um, uh, Mas- oh, Yonatan Masala Eretz Yisrael. This, yes, was, this was actually a- done, uh, it, it looks like it was done as a live performance. Yes, it was done as a live performance, and um, this is a, an, a beautiful song which relates the experiences of the Ethiopian Jews as they were coming to Israel. Now, if we want to appreciate what we have, and you listen to that song and you understand that the, you have a people that for thousands of years lived totally, we talk about quarantine, they were totally <laughs> isolated, <Right>. totally <laughs> from the Jewish people. And yet they kept up their minhagim and they kept up their longing for Yerushalayim. We're going to go one day to Yerushalayim. And this this group of people, tens of thousands of people, risked their lives, walked through the desert for days and weeks in order to reach the point where the Israeli Air Force and the planes that the government uh, arranged came and took them to Eretz Israel, famously the Guinness Book of World Records, the most number of people flown during, a, uh, I think, 42 hour, uh, seven, maybe 24 or 48-hour period ever in the history of human flight. Unbelievable. Because they took out all the chairs and they were all sitting on the floor, the famous pictures. Yeah. And... At night, they got robbed by, by you know, people who were roaming the desert, the, 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 the pirates of the desert, so to speak. Um, 
עוד מעט, עוד קצת, יתגשם החלום, very, just a little bit, she's encouraging her brothers and sisters, this is the refrain, our dream will be fulfilled, עוד מעט נגיע לארץ ישראל. בקרוב ניגאל, לא נפסיק ללכת לארץ ישראל, עוד מעט, עוד קצת, להרים עינינו, let us lift our eyes, מאמץ אחרון, one last effort לפני ירושלים, before we will be in ירושלים, people walking in the desert with nothing for weeks in order to get to fulfill the dream, so we can appreciate what we have when we listen to the song. המסה לארץ ישראל, יונתן רזל, חג שמח. J.M. in the A.M. It is our Yomatz Mu'ut special. Mayor, uh, we should also mention, some people find this hard to believe, that those same people that you just uh, spoke about, who have been living uh, in isolation from the Jewish people for thousands of years, 
some of them actually thought when they came to... Oh, sorry about that. Let me just get rid of that for a moment. Um, some of them actually thought when they get to Israel, they'll go to Jerusalem and and see the Beit HaMikdash up close and personal. Remember that? Yeah, because it would make sense. This is the Geula, the Mashiach is coming to take them on, on wings of an eagle, which to them was, I mean, it took a lot of convincing to get them to go on this eagle, <laughs> which they... Girl which came down from the heavens to take them. And on top of that, they had never been told that there was no Beit HaMikdash. They always assumed that there was a Beit HaMikdash. In right, right. Good point you're making. Good point. When they, at the point when they got um, Isolated, separated from the, the people of Israel. Lo- yeah. Lost, quote-unquote. Lost, right. Yeah. yeah. Mayor, I have a couple of details. It's impossible, and I apologize to the listeners. It's impossible, even with our vast staff, to keep track of every comment in every venue, all the Facebook Live different threads and our app and everything, but we're trying our best. Chaim Nussen Shields is from Olney, Maryland. O-L-N-E-Y. Olney, oh, that's Maryland. that's what they were saying. I couldn't understand what he was saying. <laughs> is that funny? He kept saying, only Maryland, only Maryland. <laughs> I'm thinking like, what is it, only Maryland? There's in, no other? <laughs> in fourth place, Miriam Sharam from Mexico. Yes. Imagine that. Talk about uh, the whole world. Oh, uh, the, it, it's amazing how many. It is unbelievable. You know, it used to be Israel and America dominated. Right. Now there's just South Africa and uh, Mexico and Europe, Eastern Europe, everything. The winner is from Gedeira. Oh, studied, I heard wrong. Studied at Ulpan Rav Baharan and lives in, excuse me, studied in Gedeira at Ulpanat Rav Baharan. And, there, and her home, meaning the winner is from Merkaz Shapira. Merkaz Shapira. Okay. So there is some of the details in the Chidon Tanakh, And again, uh, to... to um, to Ezreal Viner or Viner, I'm not sure how to pronounce it mm-hmm. from from TABC. Special shout out to our friends at TABC. Also, you got regards from somebody on Facebook Live. Again, I noticed it. That's why I'm going to mention it. Apparently, a Jerusalemite, Tamar Grazi Lazarus, is tuned in. Yes, so, it's her and her husband Jacob. There you go. So you got so you got Lazarus. a special shout out. How do you like? Thank that? you very much <laughs> to our friends in Yerushalayim. This is a, a young family that made Aliyah this summer. And uh, Jacob is studying. Oh, was I on their flight? Does that make sense? Were they on the big flight? I don't remember. No. They were not on the big flight? No, not on the big flight, but they, but through Nefesh Benefesh. Right. And uh, Jacob is studying for Smichal Rabbanut under the YU Kolel banner. In, uh, and that's where they live as well, in Gross. Also, uh, listener Tikva has just declared that the Mangal Babayit has begun. So oh, we shouldn't good. we shouldn't suspect that God forbid the barbecues have been eliminated. Well, completely. now that we finished eating the falafel that she sent, <laughs> right? Exactly. We're up to the barbecue. Uh, before we get to our by Goldwasser, a couple of things from our own app, and you could always go wow, to the seven thirty. Yeah, you could always go. You know, these these shows we got. I think we, I think I think we have to. We're going to have to make it a four hour show at some point for Yomatzmut. We we could go on all day with this. Listener <laughs> Devora in Israel says Yomatzmut Sameach. Our our Moatza went around with a Simcha van and stopped at all the house that have Chayalim and played a special message for the Chayalim and their families, and that's pretty cool. Happy 72nd birthday, this listener says, to Israel. Best music ever. Now all I need is Rebar, Burger's Bar, and some Egged Fumes. Tadarabah, JM in the AM. <laughs> we are on the level of Egged Fumes. That's how much we're associated with Israel, Mayor. Now that's a compliment as far as I'm oh, concerned. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, um, and what else do we have here? Oh, it's funny. This person says they saw the Chidon. Chaim Nussen pronounced his name with an S, and Avshalom Kor corrected him. 
saying him that he should say it how our ancestors pronounce it, Chaim Natan. Is that oh, interesting? I can see. That's great. I so when you so saw was... when you saw it, he may have been joking with him, right? Right. He was joking wow. around with him afterwards. Wow, that's interesting. The way our ends that make by the way, that really <laughs> that falls right along the lines of Abshalom Kor. Do it like yes. our ancestors pre- uh, pronounced it. We say Chaim Natad. And um let's see. Oh, and Sandy in Yerushalayim says, I don't know what to serve for dinner, but you just gave me a great idea. I'm gonna serve homemade falafel. We are there now we are now culinary advisors on our Yomat Sports. In fact, if you stay tuned, we're gonna have a cooking uh, <laughs> segment. I, I will bring the frying pan from the kitchen. Uh Mayor, I don't think too many people actually believe you have a frying pan. I don't I don't think too many people Oh, do. I'm gonna get it right now. Are you, you serious? You, you actually have a frying pan? Yes, I'm going to hold on. After hold all, on. after all, what 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 else would you be would you be hitting at 7 p.m. every night in honor of the uh, workers, in honor of the uh, healthcare workers? This listener says um, um, that she's listening in Beersheba. Say it again. I've been challenged on the air. Amazing. Is that what you hit every night for the healthcare workers out your window? <laughs> <laughs> I've been challenged, and I'm up for the challenge. Okay, now where do I put this? Is the question. Uh, okay. And, and and I I I don't I know it's not Yomazi Karon, but I'm so glad people are are letting us know about these things because again it is a concept that we really should promote in terms of visiting Kedusha Yisrael on Yomazi Karon. This listener says Maria Ann Bennett was killed at Hebrew University in 2002, and uh, and was buried in San Diego. And Ben Bluestein, who is a a victim of terror, is buried in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. And and um, and uh, and Sarah Duker is buried. Yes, that's a name I remember. Right actually. from the from the bus bombing, bus eighteen bombing in nineteen ninety five is buried right. in Hartford. If I'm reading this correctly, and if I'm reading the the um, the comment correctly, so that's something we will explore in further years. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words: Zechanishmas Harav Zevin and Zechanishmas Esther Basher Bielsevalevi. And today, of course. Uh, even though it's a day after Yom Hazikaron, because we're focusing so much on it this year, we will uh, dedicate it to all those who have fallen uh, on behalf of the state of Israel. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. What an unbelievable day this is for Klau Yisrael. Let us learn together for just a minute an interesting Gemara, a piece of Talmud from Meseches Menachos, from the tractate of Menachos. There it says... Tanya nami hachi. We learned this in a brisa. Hador bepundaki beeretz Yisrael. One who resides in an inn in Eretz Yisrael. Vasocher bais bechutzla aretz. Or if you rent a house outside of Eretz Yisrael, kol shloshim yoyim poter min mezuzah. You are exempt from affixing a mezuzah to your doorpost for thirty days. Mikan ve'elach chayev. However, from that point on, you're obligated to fix the mezuzah. But one who rents a home in the Holy Land, the individual has to affix the mezuzah immediately. Because of the settling of the land of Eretz Yisrael. The Mephoshim explained, that he will not want to leave. A new tenant will be more easy to come by because the mezuzahs are already there. I would like to offer another explanation. It's only my own. The reason that a person needs a mezuzah immediately 
is because when they go to Eretz Yisrael and they buy a house, they are home. It is not a temporary existence. It's not a place within 30 days they may decide to move somewhere else. It is our home. And because of that, you got to put a mezuzah up the very first day. I was moved to tears when someone in the beginning of this whole craziness in the world sent to me a clip. It was a clip of very religious Jews in Eretz Yisrael. And they had set up near a highway a tremendous operation to give out boxes of food, of boxes of milk, eggs, groceries, bread, cakes, everything that a person needs for essentials in order to live. And people were driving by, the police were watching to make sure that the line was moving. And there were people from every walk of life, from every background, from every religious background, from those totally irreligious to those very, very religious. What an unbelievable achtos, what an unbelievable unity it was for all of Eretz Yisrael, for all of B'nai Yisrael, to see kulonu ke'echad, that we are all one. The commentaries have asked, what is the difference between goyla, exile, and geula, redemption? There's only one difference. There is an aleph that is placed before the vav. When you take gola, when you take the exile, and you put the Aleph, which stands for Achtus, unity, inside the Golos, inside the exile, you come out with redemption. There was an incredible happening that took place with the great Tzaddik Reb Aaron of Chernobyl. Once, a messenger came to him from Eretz Yisrael, and he gave to him an envelope with a letter inside. In his haste, he opened up the envelope, he took out the letter, and somehow the envelope slipped out of his hand. As soon as he realized what happened, he bent down, he picked up the envelope, and as one would kiss a sefer, he began to kiss the envelope. He explained to the shliach, this envelope was sanctified in the air of Eretz Yisrael. It has a degree of Kedusha. May all of us this year be sanctified in the holy air of Eretz Yisrael. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Thank you so much, Rabbi Goldwasser, those incredible words about uh, Israel and the bracha of Israel are dedicated to the memory of Dov ben Eliyahu, Mr. Barry Lieben. Uh, we are dedicating our entire Yom Atzmut Israel Independence Day, 72nd birthday celebration to him this morning. Um, wow. And, and, and you know, Rabbi Goldwasser said we should all have the schus to, to breathe the air of Israel. And now let's not take it for granted anymore because you and I have discussed, Mayor, over the years how we in Chutzla Eretz outside of Israel do take it for granted. And we are able to fly for a day and then a week and sit at the hotel pool and enjoy Israel. And now, of course, the world is shut down for whatever reason God has decided. And, uh, and we can't do it. We can't, we don't have access to our passports. Really our passports are meaningless in general because you can't go anywhere, <laughs> but our passports, which we always said, Oh, we'll always have our American passport. We can go to Israel whenever we want. Well, remember this folks, 
Remember, when your grandchildren tell you this, even you young people out there, when your grandchildren tell you, oh, we could always go to Israel if there's an emergency or necessary, let them know there was a time that uh, you could not travel no matter what, no matter what the circumstances are. Uh, I just want to mention that um, the gentleman's name from uh, the student's name from TABC's Ezreal uh, Viner, Ezreal Viner, congratulations to him and all the Chidona Tanakh participants, the International Bible Contest participants. This portion of NSN programming is brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman kosher hot dog sausage and deli is the world's best, and everybody should make sure to have some today in honor of Yom Hatzmaut. They serve the kosher world since 1954, and all their products are available at better kosher supermarkets nationwide. Try A&H today. Nachum and Mayer, Chag Sameach on the Big 72. Kudos to our children, the Robinson family in Efrat. Uh, Daniela's uh, paternal grandparents left Germany and Romania in 1933. They met in Israel, and they'd be so proud to know that their family has representatives in our holy nation. They are now living, as uh, as we said, in Efrat, and they're always tuned in. And uh, and we thank them. We thank all of our listeners around the world, and especially those in Israel who are celebrating with us. There's a lot to sell, a lot to do in Israel on Yom Atzmut. Certainly, even this year, there are plenty of ways to celebrate. Yet, people six thousand miles away are choosing to celebrate with us, and we greatly appreciate that. All right, Mayor Weingarten, there's a gentleman next to me. Mm-hmm. Um, if you mm-hmm. will it, it is not a dream. If you will it, it is not a tale. Um, and, of course, that's Theodore Herzl. And I say he's next to me, for those of you who are on audio, because and not watching Facebook Live, because we literally have the David Matlau gift to us from the Herzl Museum of Herzl on the balcony of the hotel overlooking the Rhine River. Now, again, again, I understand that we're next to the East River and we have to use our imagination a bit this year. I get that. But he is right here in our Facebook Live shot. Now, Mayor, you've shared a screen for those watching on Facebook. Explain what it is, please. Right. So it's a tombstone um, found uh, somewhere in, uh, in Eastern Europe. And the name on it is Shimon... Hey, Ayn Reich Tzadi Lamid, which is the Yiddish way of writing Herzl. Right. Okay. It's hard to read most of it. It says underneath Vashem Imo Frumit. And this was uh, posted by a historian who's written several books. I don't know anything about him other than his Facebook uh, presence, we which should- I find. I'm sorry. Well, we should just mention Shami Mo from it means his mother's name was from it. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, thank right. you. And um, his name is Moshe Nachmani. I believe he lives in Tzfat, and, uh, he, but he posts in Hebrew. So if you understand Hebrew, get on his uh, Facebook feed because some of the stuff is just amazing, amazing things. He's written a book just released about Trumpeldor and the history wow. of Trumpeldor and his Jewish roots and so forth, religious roots. And he's written a book about Herzl, which unfortunately I don't have, and I'd love to get. Uh, hopefully, I'll order it after your Matzmod, and someone will ship it in the planes that aren't coming. Um, <laughs> so this is the kever of the grandfather of Herzl. Wow, his father's father, obviously. Father's father, wow. correct. He was a very pious Orthodox Jew. And um, he, he departed this world in Tufresh Mem, 
Can you figure out for me what that is? Sounds like uh, it sounds like nineteen. It sounds like eighteen sixty. Does that make sense? Maybe a little. Uh, eighteen seventy. Sounds like eighteen seventy. Okay, could be. Oh, Tufshin Mem. It says on the. It says on Tough the. Mem. Tough Tufresh Mem. Tough Tough Mem. Eighteen seventy nine. It says it on the thing. It says oh, it, on, it says it on. It says on the tombstone. Oh, on the addition to the tombstone. Yeah, it yeah, says eighteen seventy nine, which means he died in the latter part of eighteen seventy nine when it was already right. tough, tough race men in the latter part right. of eighteen seventy nine. Excellent. So, um, part of the writing that is very hard to read, but Moshe Nachmani has uh, provided Shomer Mitzvot Elyon, a high uh, Shomer Mitzvot, uh, someone who kept all the mitzvot. V'chukotav Netzer. He was a Haredi, in a sense, right? In the, in the literal sense of the word. He was a Yirei Hashem. And his children continued in his footsteps of Emuna, Noam Taluchav, and so forth. So he was the Gabai of the Shul. He died at the age of 88, and he was the Baal Tekiah, Baal Tokea, I don't, I'm not sure which is the correct phrase. Uh, he blew the chauffeur in the shul, even at his very uh, advanced age. And 88 in those days was was wow. much more advanced yeah. than we can imagine. That's for sure. And he was the shliach tzibor. He was the um, leader of the services for Kol Nidre on Yom Kippur, on Erev Yom Kippur night. Um, he had... Uh, children in Budapest, one of which is Herzl's father. And when he would come to the home of Herzl's father, and Herzl was a child, um, he would talk about the very famous Chacham who was in his town. That Chacham was Rabbi Yehuda Al-Kelai. So now we're getting to understand that Rabbi Yehuda Al-Kalai was one of the forerunners of Zionism, one of those who came before Herzl. We now have a feeling that it could very well be that he influenced Herzl because as this grandfather of Herzl was the Gabay in the Shul and a close follower of Rabbi Al-Kalai, Rabbi, Rabbi Yehuda Al-Kalai being a great um, spiritual leader of Zionism before political Zionism would come to visit his children and grandchildren and tell them for sure about the uh, the work of Rabbi Yehuda Al-Kalai, which included, according to, uh, to uh, Moshe Nachmani, it included work to get Eretz Yisrael back into the hands of the Jewish people that Al-Kalai realized that we needed to do this, and he was involved in this dream, what was in its time a dream that was only dreamt of by great rabbinic leaders like Rav Kalisher and others. And here you see now the connection or the possible connection. Amazing. Amazing. And how how when, when people talk about well, how does the state of Israel come about through through the hands of a non-observant person? For example, yes. Right. And the hands of non-observant people. Right. Realize that they have a tradition that they are carrying on with right. tremendous schuyot. I'm sorry to and, say it as strongly as I'm saying and, it, but you get my point. 
and as somebody once said to me, and if the Zionist movement would have just been continued by the rabbinic leadership, yep, it's sad to say it wouldn't have gone too far. Yep, that's 100% it right. It needed to expand to the general public, to those who no longer believed in their rabbis. And at, by this time, that's a huge majority of the Jewish people in Europe. Correct. And so, however we understand it, as the Nitziv said, when he was asked, how can you support, Nitziv is one of the Chovav Zion, one of the very early supporters of the return to Eretz Yisrael, again, before political Zionism. How could you support those, those farmers in the land of Israel? They're not, they're not observant of mitzvot and so forth. The Nitziv wrote, I, all I know is that we are obviously, obviously witnessing the geula, the redemption, in it, with our return to the land of Israel. And who, whose redemption is it? God. Well, he's going to decide how he wants to carry it out. And if this is the way, then, hey, who am I? It's his geula. Let him do it his way. Correct. Correct. Keep that in mind, by the way, folks, for future geulot as well. That you will not be, that none of us will be in control of who actually uh, delivers the final message of Gula um, at, at that time, whatever means is going to, it, it will occur by whatever means is going to occur. I have a message from the Mizrahi, world Mizrahi, and I have a message to the world Mizrahi. My message from the world Mizrahi is a reminder, and they, I'm glad they reminded me, sitting next to Ben Gurion at the Declaration of the State was Rav Maimon. Who, yes, who of course, as they put it, was the Daron Peretz of that day, of that day, <laughs> which I thought was a cute way of saying that's it. Very interesting. So that's something Thank I. You. That's what I, and he says the Shechianu. He says Rav Maimon. Give says, me one second, and I'll have it for you. Okay. That's number one. Thank you. That's number one. Number two, as Mayor's preparing this to share the screen on Facebook.com/slash/NachumSiegelNetwork. Uh, this is my message to Mizrahi. Add Mayor Weingarten to your list of speakers and authors and do it right now because you want the next issue of Hamizrahi to have an article about Herzl's grandfather as he just described it. So take my advice, guys, as we continue to expand together. Utilize him for your magazine and utilize him for your worldwide speeches in English. By the way, one other thing I wanted to... Oh, no, go ahead. Make more work for me. Do you Thank you. That's do, very kind. Do you have it yet or not? Because if not, I want to, yes, I want to read do. something to you. I do have it. It's a 17-second clip. It's only the second part, meaning... You'll hear chairs yeah. rustling, no the problem. people getting up okay. at the declaration, and some of them putting their hand on their head. Right. Understood that their head should be covered when we have Maimon is making the bracha. I love and it. And do I have everything in place? I hope so. Let's, Let's go for it. Shot. Let's go for it. <laughs> Ah, there it That's is. That's the actual recording. What's the name of the building in Tel Aviv? What do we call it? Um, well, now Binyana? it's called Independence Hall. But I'm saying, how do you say it in Hebrew? How do you say Independence Hall in Hebrew? Binyan um, oh, Is it Binyan Atzmolot? I forgot how you refer to it. Can't remember. The other I'm sorry. Thing, the other I'm thing, blanking. First of all, I want to remind everybody, at 4.30 today, we're going to be the soundtrack for the Hollywood, Florida Epic Car Parade. Uh, that's going to be happening down there. For information, if you're down in Florida and you want to be part of it, go to yih.org slash parade, yih.org slash parade. We're going to carry it live at 4.30 on our audio on the Nahum Single Network, and everyone in their car down in Florida is going to be listening to us carry it, I am told, which is pretty cool. So thank you again to everybody down there for that. But there was something else I wanted to mention to you, Marvine Garten. You know, there's a service. A lot of people um, 
have signed up for a service like a halacha a day or dvar Torah a day. You know, you have WhatsApp groups, etc. Yeah, sure. So I'm on a few of them. And this morning, the, it's about Yom Atzmud. And it says, Shechianu should be said on new food and new clothing, but on Yom Atzmud should it be said for a new state. So Rabbi Yosef says it was justified in 1948, but we should not do it annually. That's his opinion. There's another opinion that does rule that it should be said annually because we're constantly thanking God for the miracle of the Jewish homeland. And who poskined that way? A gentleman named Rabbi Bension Meir Uziel. Yes, go ahead. Does that name sound familiar to you? Yes, my great-grandfather. My <laughs> Correct. Great-grandfather. So I just wanted you to know that, ironically, we're doing this special. I get this text, and it's about your great-grandfather. <laughs> yes, thank you. He was a, an extremely ardent Zionist. He, Bechol Ramach with his entire being, he was, and, and, and on Yom Hatzimut itself, he was stranded under siege in Yerushalayim. Wow. And um, one year I brought in to you copies, you know, photocopies of his diary, and we spoke about it on the air. I wish I would have thought about that now because um, I I could have shown, you know, uh, shown it with our video. But, you know, maybe in future years if we do have more video stuff. Could you – By the way, I think it was Moshe Nachmani who pointed out – I'm, I'm the, the one I quoted just before. Right. Pointed out something very interesting. You know, we have a, a, a tradition, which is, I believe, appears in the Gemara, that that before any Chag, 30 days before that Chag, we start studying up and connecting through the study of the Halachot of that Chag, Shloshim Yom Lifnei Chag. Right. Well, we are 30 days before a Chag. Shavuot? Right. Yom Atzmud is exactly 30 days. Before Shavuot. Today's day 20 in the counting of the Omer. That's correct. Exactly right. Isn't that interesting? That he, is interesting. He said, he brings... So Geulah, uh, and then 30 days later is Matan Torah. And that that Eretz Yisrael, the, the redemption of Eretz Yisrael and the Atzma'ud of Eretz Yisrael is totally bound in with Matan Torah right. because this is our connection. Our connection to the land is through the Torah. Right. Uh, one of our listeners points out that he, the grandfather of Herzl, you said lived to 88. He lived to 82, according to the picture that we showed of the grave. I just, oh. b- because they're so mocked, I just want to mention it. That's oh, okay, so thank you very much. <laughs> so he died at the age of 82, which, again, for those days, was a pretty yeah. ripe old age, to say the least. I guess this was a typo. Yeah, no problem. Yomatz Mu'ud, it's uh, Yomatz Mu'ud 5780, Tuf 72 years since the birth of the state of Israel, we got to do some music. Mayor, let's see if we follow along on our planned playlist. We get to give me a second. Let me just. Uh, well, we could we could go towards the end oh, of the playlist. Tell me what you want to do. Go ahead. Um, what number? How about number five? It's we'll become a classic five. over the last year. All right. Shevet Achim Vachayot, Idan Reichel. Idan Reichel, Shevet Achim Vachayot, here on a Yom Hatzmaut. Uh, 5780 at JM in the AM. It's our Yom Smooth special. Go to facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. <laughs> Shit, 
America's one and only Jewish. Wow, <laughs> I couldn't interrupt the president. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners sponsored. 
digital radio, around the world, the web at NachumSingle.com, the NachumSingle Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Uh, you agree with me, Mayor. I could not have... Uh, wouldn't have been proper to interrupt the president, correct? That would not. No, have... who has such an amazing pedigree is part of the That's Rivlin right. family. That's right. And One of the earliest families to uh, come to Eretz Israel, Mitamidei Hagagon Vilna. My great, 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 great grandfather. Okay, it's not the Gra, by the way. No, I know, but the, yeah, as you know, the Vilna Gon is my yes. great, 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 great. I, I do know that. In fact, one year on Yom Atzmut, you went up to your uh, office and you brought down right. your your Sefer Yuchsin. Correct. Um. Thirty. You prove it. You prove your yichus to the gra with a book, and I go and get a pan to prove that I'm <laughs> that you out of frying pan. Mayor, right. a thirty-one million views on that video. Thirty-one million views yeah, on that video. You, what a what song! A what, with a million, a, a million great stars of Israel participating, including the president of Israel. Yeah, it's uh, it shows you a lot about the true spirit that the people of Israel have. Yep. This song, which some would brand it as old-fashioned and it's you know so patriotic and it's not we don't have that and you know nationalistic and you know that that becomes slash other things which i won't right. mention and no no kanzabait this is our home kanzalev this is where our heart is kanzabait and i'm not leaving i think i'm sorry i'm just going to finish avotenu shorashim our forefathers, our parents were the roots that were planted, and we are now the, the flowers that blossom. And I think we have to point out, and this is the this is the point of the show, which I'm sure is going to be mentioned more than any other in emails to me later today, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, when, when the spirit of the Jewish people is demonstrated in a positive fashion, uh, with what you just described, song Yamatzmut, but we see on Lel Seder, when we see in Lel Seder videos from Israel of Jews of all backgrounds chanting, chanting the Manishtana, Jews of all backgrounds chanting the Hallel together with one lone man in the street leading it. And by the way, I was jealous of that guy because my voice is loud enough where I could have been that guy like <laughs> leading Hallel from the from the you know from the uh, courtyard of four or five buildings and everybody the traffic would've... island in the middle of the exactly. Street. And I would it wasn't a courtyard of buildings. I know. I'm saying, from, but I'm saying in my situation here, I could have done it if I wasn't worried about the Chol Hashem. <laughs> but I'm telling you, I was jealous of that well, that's guy. That's the difference about your being in the Correct, of and course. And his being in Eretz Israel. Of course. But even Lel HaSeder, when millions are tuned in on television, and I understand that we're not endorsing, you know, watching of television on Lel Yontif. I get that. But when millions of people together are engaged in Lel HaSeder, in Sipor Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, which, by the way, is a dal raisa on the night of of um of, of Pesach. I don't know if watching television is a is an Avera Dal Raisa. I think it's in a machloket on Yantif about as we've discussed, use of electricity and things like that. It's a little bit murky. But it's a Dalraita. There are two Dalraitas on the night of of um of Pesach. And that's Matzah and Sipur Yatias Mitzrayim. That's it. Those are the only two mitzvahs from the Torah that we're able to still do today. And and this is what they're involved in. They're involved in in hearing about you know our heritage and our people. And reading the Haggadah from beginning to end and singing all the songs together. Someone, and I, I wish I remembered where, where I had seen it, but um, 
but and and quite frankly, you may have said you may have told it to me, but someone said to me that somebody of limited background, and I, I just don't remember where I heard it. Someone of limited background had mentioned to them the type of seder they're having this the, the type of seder having this year as opposed to other years, and someone said you have a seder, you know, like you normally would have a. And he goes, of course, we have an obligation to to you know to tell our our story, our history, our tradition, and I'm like, wow, right, correct. And don't think just because you're not, you know, that you're not eating a shear of marrow, just to, <laughs> don't think that you're not, that there are people who feel the need to to tell the story and to thank God for that gula. I think our uh, comments... feel as part of this story. They feel, the people in Israel, and I believe this statistic is more than 85 or 90% of, of Jewish Israelis have a Seder, which is astounding, astounding number. And they feel and are correct in believing that they are the continuation of the story. And all these things, that's why I think Israelis connect to it so much. 100%. Uh, our, our phone calls of the past have been replaced with emails and with texts and WhatsApps <laughs> yeah. and comments on different things. And that's, that's what we're going to now. Um, uh, listener, I want to give a special shout out to Baltimore, Maryland, to Sonia and Bernie who are tuned in. Uh, Millie and Ezra are tuned in from Brooklyn, dreaming about Aliyah, but for now we're still in Brooklyn, and you've been bringing the spirit of Yamatsman into our home for many, many years. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you very much for that. Uh, listener Andrea says, Nahum, can you give a special shout out to Coach Rabbi Winkler, formerly of Fort Lee and currently Yerushalayim, teaching these Hidon kids on their own, on their own Sunday free time? That's nice. true, by the way. What dedication on the part of these TABC kids? And that's an important point. You know, this is being done in the spare time. Don't think that the schools are setting aside days for these kids to prepare, you know, and, and, and they get to ditch class. You know, this isn't the yearbook committee meeting where you get to, to, wow. to ditch class. This is Hidota Tanakh preparation that they do in their spare time. Wow. So thank you that's all. That's really amazing. I didn't it realize is, that. It is unbelievable. It really is unbelievable. And the family's sacrifice as well to make sure that the uh, the students are able to do it. I, I feel bad, by the way. We spoke about travel before. One of the highlights of the Chidon Tanakh is that the students and parents get to travel to Israel. Yeah. And obviously it wasn't done that way this year, but it's just, it's, it's, it's again, I mean, there are a million things to feel bad about <laughs> at this time. Um, but that's one of the things well, that's They usually... deserve to be in the land of the Tanakh and see the places of no, the Tanakh. No question about it. Maybe in a future uh, year they'll be able to. I hope so. Our Yom Atzmut special is being done in memory of Dov Ben Eliyahu, the uh, incredible friend and amazing supporter of our efforts, and that is Mr. Barry Lieben, uh, Dov Ben Eliyahu, who was taken uh, from us just a few months ago. This is our first Yom Atzmut special where he's not tuned in. Uh, but he was always tuned in to the plight of the Jewish people and always tuned in to um, what was important for the Jewish people in the state of Israel. And that will never, ever be forgotten by his family, by his friends and those who knew him. And we remember him on this day, on Israel's 72nd birthday. Uh, we remember Dov Ben Eliyahu, the great Mr. Barry Lieben. J.M. and A.M. on this 20th day. By the, the way, um, if I can just uh, um, interrupt you for a moment. Uh, Paul Serkin writes in that... Um, it's called Beit Ha'atzmaut. Oh, so I was right. Yeah. Well, oh, I said Binyan Ha'atzmaut, right. Beit Ha'atzmaut, it's simple as that. Independence Hall, Tel Aviv. You know that we, <laughs> it's so funny. We had so many plans, as did everybody else on this planet, in, yeah. for, the, for the months of March, April, and May. 
And one of the things we thought we'd be able to do this year would be would be to broadcast today, today from Binyan Atzmod in Tel Aviv. Wow. And now and now with this whole Zoom thing, the truth is it would be pretty cool to have us there and you here and participate together. So maybe maybe there's some good that came out of this. Maybe we have to shore up the future of our technical setup in order to do it right. Zoom abilities. Zoom abilities is right. This portion of NSN programming is brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abelson, Hyman, Kosher, Hot Dog, Sausage, and Deli is the world's best and really tastes good on an Israel Independence Day. Serving the kosher world since 1954 and available at better kosher supermarkets nationwide. Check out A&H today. All right, uh, Mayor, it's it's your uh, platform. Where are we heading? Um, Well, I wanted to share with you and the listeners a fascinating piece of information that I found in this book, which is a fascinating book, a bit heavy. The the Gaon of Vilna and his Messianic Vision, written by Ari Morgenstern. What's the publisher on that? Does it say say what the publisher is on that? Yes, it's Geffen. Okay. And um, Ari Morgenstern is a professor of, uh, I believe, of history at Barilan University, an amazing scholar. And I have two editions of the book. This is the Shabbos edition. <laughs> yeah. The other one's on your iPad. The Kindle weekday edition. <laughs> As Mayer likes to point out, he is a genius six days a week. <laughs> I love that line. <laughs> but now you're really seven days a week a genius about the Gone because you have the book. So that's good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not a Gone, though. <laughs> so the beginning of the book, he has a chapter on the period of time, the mid-1700s, 1740, 1741, and so forth. This is a quote from a letter that was written by, um, um, the, the, uh, by, by people to the rabbis in Yerushalayim about synagogues. In regard to the synagogue, The population of the Holy City, this is January 10th, 1741. The population of the Holy City has been growing. There are so many new residents, listen to this, in 1741. There are so many new residents that the old synagogue is no longer large enough to allow for the worship of God with the proper intent. Thus, another synagogue has to be established in Zion, a very expensive proposition. Now, who writes this? And why is it that the Aliyah starts flourishing in part? Why is it? And the answer is Nefesh Benefesh. Wow. There was a Nefesh Benefesh in 1700s. And it was called Pekidei Kushta. Kushta is the, um, one of the capital cities of, um, one of the capital cities of, um, of, the, of the Ottoman Empire, right. of which Israel was a part. Right. And they became the sort of nefesh benefesh to fund, uh, help fund Aliyah and help facilitate Aliyah in the 1700s. And interesting, he writes that one of the most significant characteristics of the Aliyah of that period was its lack of push motivation. There was nothing pushing Jews. They weren't running away from anything. It was all a positive motivation. And there were three, by the way, three great rabbis who made Aliyah at that time, all the Kubalim. And we'll get to how it ended off in a, in a minute. But one of those three is the Ramchal, 
Rabbi Moshe Chaim Lutzato, who writes the Misilat Yisharim, which is learned so extensively in the Jewish world, right. he made Aliyah to Israel in the 1700s. And uh, together with him, you have, uh, I'm just trying to get through the pages here to get to the name, the names of the other two. Just This is the problem with uh, Kindle books. You got to scroll. Okay, so the, oh, of course, the Or HaChayim HaKadosh, Rabbi Chaim Ibn Attar, and the third one is Rabbi Chaim Abu Lafia. So these three great Mekubalim make Aliyah to Israel in the 1700s. Um, you there? Did we lose you? I am right here. Just got to take care of one thing, but keep, oh, I'm keep sorry. rolling okay. there. I'm I, listening I, to all of it. Okay, okay. So here's what he writes in the book. Now, I'm, when I say to you that there was a nefesh benefesh uh, in the 1700s, he writes, another characteristic of the Aliyah movement at this time was the fact that it was organized by Pekidei Kushta, the Pekidim, so to speak, this was the name of the organization, which sought to the Jewish community's needs and represented the community to the Ottoman Empire in general. And, and they started... Uh, Terms of absor absorption improved and the flow of Olim from sundry regions increased even more. And they even administered the immigration of individuals, families, and groups each summer. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. Who's going to break this news to Rabbi Fass and Tony Gelbart? I need to know. No, it's, I think it's great <laughs> know, news that course, they're following the greatest of traditions. Of course, I'm kidding around. Listen to this. Each summer it hired boats to regulate the flow of immigrants and pilgrims. <laughs> I don't know. Were the meals better on last summer's plane or on those boats? I need to know. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> Unbelievable. And and this Aliyah grows to thousands, thousands of Jews who follow in the footsteps of the Ramchal and the Orachayim HaKadosh. When I say the Orachayim HaKadosh, this is the person we spoke about, the Ramchal, uh, who wrote to Mr. Yisharim, the Arachayim HaKadosh wrote a, a parish which appears in every Mikraot Gedolot, Arachayim, and he is buried in Israel, in, uh, on Harazetim, in fact. Yeah. What happens is how you see the Yad Hashem sometimes. So these three great Mekubalim leave Europe and go to Israel with one intent, and they make it very clear, to help bring about the redemption to hasten the redemption. Right. Now, this is the 1700s. So you yep. say to yourself, well, what happened? None of the three Kabbalists would enjoy a lengthy stay in Eretz Israel. All three died shortly after their arrival. And word now, gets back that they had passed away. Now, if, if you want to imagine how blessed we are. Think about people who tried to do this, great rabbis yep. who came in the 1700s, mid-1700s, 1740, 1750, who, uh, um, I'm sorry, 1730, 1740, they passed away in the early 1740s, um, who come to Eretz Israel in, with the hopes, and, and, and how did they die? The two youngest died prematurely. The Orachayim, uh, Rabbi Chaim Ibn Attar, in an epidemic. You hear? Because every century an has an epidemic, yeah. Right, in an epidemic. As we know. On July now. 7, 1743, at the age of 47, and the Muramchal, 
for the same reason, also died from an epi epidemic on May 8, 1744, at the age of 37. And the third one, Rabbi Chaim Abulafia, had come already to Israel at, at, a, at an uh, advanced age. So when he passed away, he wasn't uh, from an epidemic or anything. He just passed away <clears throat> naturally in 1744. So sometimes the Yad Hashem, as much as we have intentions, like the Aliyot to, to, to uh, Tzfat in the 1500s by those who were, who were thrown out of Spain, where this was the great Rabbi Yosef Caro and so many of the Kabbalists and so forth, sometimes it just isn't in the cards, so to speak. Some, somehow the, the Hashgacha is not with you. And then come other people in the late 1800s. So it's 150 years later. In terms of history, it's a blink of an eye. Yeah. And follow in their footsteps. And, and now people say, and they're not observant. They're not Kabbalists. <laughs> at all, but you see that the Yad Hashem was with them and that there was a massive following. Unbelievable, okay? unbelievable. So you can tell uh, Rabbi Fass and <laughs> Tony Gilbar that, that they, they are walking in the great footsteps of great people. No question about it. And also, if you look up, as you know I already did, <laughs> if yes. you look up the epidemic of 1743, in, yeah. fa in fact, there was a massive epidemic, especially in that region of the world, and uh, and there was a a, um, a a practice of quarantine, just like oh, we're, wow. just like we're experiencing today. And it's one of the epidemics from which we learned the lesson of quarantine back in 1743. So they were really role models um, in more than one yeah, way. They were for us today. They were role yeah. models in more than one way. Right. right, more than one way. Unbelievable. Uh, you wanted to mention that who. Because uh, I misunderstood your message. Who lit a torch at the Yom Atzimut celebration? Oh, Eden Reichel. Oh, who, Eden we, just, Reichel. who we just who played. Who we just played, who at the end of the song, sitting at the piano with the little cap, that's Eden Reichel. He lit one of the torches last night. And I I must say, that was a very moving, there were two very moving moments yeah. uh, at the torch. I mean, maybe there were more for other people, right. for me. He spoke, from the second he opened his mouth, you know, again, there are 12 torches this usually takes place with a massive crowd on her herzl right. this was i don't know how they did it there was some sort of cgi involved uh, i doubt that anybody was at her herzl on that night they made it look like it was live uh, whatever but the second so they introduced the person they tell you why he deserves to be honored and then he introduces him he or she introduced themselves i idan reichel the son of such and such and such and such and he went on about his um, his family, his forefathers that came to Israel. Um, and he started. He he couldn't make it through the text. Now I don't. I'm not. It's not to say that he choked, right. but he. You could tell that he was he Emotional. was struggling with his emotions. And at, at some point, he just said, like <laughs> like when he started talking about the Chayalit Sahal, and it was very moving. It, it, I mean, somebody who's has that kind of neshama that can write those kind of songs has to be a very sensitive person. Correct. You know? We say the same thing about Yishai Rebo. We say the same thing about That's the Razels. Right. I mean, there are a million of them, but it's some Orthodox, some not. The other one, by ahead. the way, was Rene uh, Abidbol, 92 years old, who continues to volunteer at Sharit Tzedek Hospital visiting the sick at 92. And she got up and spoke in what is the, the quintessential Moroccan accented Hebrew. We were just 
Amazing. It was just beautiful. And she said, one minute, I, I wrote down some of what, what, what her quote was, but she said, she said, do good for other people and you'll be happy like me. Amazing. Just, just, it's just one of the lessons. Most- it's one of the lessons that we keep talking about during this whole Corona thing. People feel better as they continue to keep their friends and neighbors and yeah. family in mind and doing whatever we can for them and checking in on them and calling them, etc. And that goes for people around the world. All right, Mayor, uh, where should we go here? Should we go to uh, Ishai Riva or see, Udi Davidi or, uh, or yeah, Udi Davidi is great. Udi Davidi is Uve Orisha Zareach. Correct. And the song really is uh, basing itself on the words in the in the I think it's in the Yerushalmi, where we, which we've quoted many times. I don't have the exact uh, text in front of me, but two of the uh, Tanaim or Moraim were walking. And they saw the sun beginning, the, the first lights beginning to come up. Right. And they say, mm-hmm. So this is the way the Geula will come. It's not a snap your finger and Mashiach's coming. Oh, when's Mashiach coming? He's coming tomorrow. When's Mashiach coming? He's coming. The... No, it doesn't work that way. This is what the Gemara is teaching us. It's a process that, is kim'a kim'a, slowly, very slowly. The sun rises in the morning. First, you see a little bit of light and a little more. You don't even see the sun yet. Then, only then, after quite a while of light, you see the sun. But once it starts rising, it comes quickly. And that is, we can see in hindsight exactly how the gula is happening. It took a very long time to start, but once it started, it's blazing fast. And these are the words to the song. I'm going to try to share this screen so people watching on Facebook will be able to uh, uh, to um, uh, tune in and uh, and see uh, the video as we play it. It's uh, JM in the AM, Facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. Again, Facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. We are um, celebrating Yom Ha'atzmaut together. We are celebrating this incredible an amazing day together, and you are listening to JM in the AM. ברחובות או ממדם אפשר להרגיש את זה אומרים זו גאולה, הנה הנה זה בא וכשהלב כמעט נשבר שרוע על אדמת נחר איילת השחר מפציעה כל דודי דופק הגיע כבר הזמן הנה הנה זה בא כך גאולתם של ישראל בתחילה כמעה כמעה כל שהיא הולכת היא הולכת ורבה ZANG <laughs> כל דודי דופק, הגיע כבר הזמן, הנה הנה זה בא. כך גאולתם 
J.M. in the A.M. What an amazing song. What an amazing song. Here on yeah, a... You should call uh, it Shir HaGeula. Mamash. Mamash Shir HaGeula. You're listening to the Yom Ha'atzmaut special. You're listening to Israel's 72nd birthday anniversary special here at J.M. in the A.M. That was Udi Davidi with that great video and that great song. Some amazing videos, I'll tell you. People do great work with the with the music they're doing, setting it to some uh, beautiful videos. Day 20 in the counting of the Omer, two weeks and six days. Um, so, Mayor, there are there are listeners who are paying very careful attention. Oh gosh! To your to <laughs> your I made a mistake. To your ha- no to your house, who are paying very careful attention to the background, oh. and there are now listeners insisting that there's a photo behind you of someone that we just discussed. That is. Sure. That's your great-grandfather. The chief rabbi of the state of Israel, the first Sephardic chief rabbi of the state because he was the chief rabbi when the state was declared. Here you go. That's very cool of people to notice that. Wow. Somebody's really paying close attention. And I wanted to just, um, in addition to... um... In addition He's to... watching over that. You have Herzl watching over. <laughs> and I have Herzl watching <laughs> That's over. correct. And I have one other person watching over. We've been mentioning that this show is in memory of Dov Ben Eliyahu, Mr. Barry Lieben. And I figured since we're on Facebook Live. Oh, sorry about that. Since we're on Facebook Live, let me share a photo. Uh, there he is, the great Barry. There he is, uh, Barry Lieben, our wonderful friend of blessed memory. The 50th, excuse me, I'm looking at his book about his 50th uh, anniversary of his company. Uh, the 72nd birthday celebration of the State of Israel here at JMNAM is being done. In his uh, memory, and uh, we couldn't have put, a, we couldn't have uh, chosen a better person to memorialize today, knowing his love for the people and the state of Israel. JM and the AM, Yomatz Mu'ud, and I thank you for tuning in at 4:30 today, Eastern Time, the Hollywood, Florida Epic Car Parade. 
uh, will be uh, will be the soundtrack for everybody in their car down in Hollywood, Florida. Uh, they'll tu- cool. they'll tune into the Nahum Single Network. They'll listen on our app and they'll hear instructions and they'll hear the DJ down there playing the music and we get to listen in and uh, follow a live Corona. Uh, Corona style <laughs> Yom Ha'atzmaut celebration. I don't think we ever would have dreamt of a car parade in honor of Yom Ha'atzmaut. Oh <laughs> there are other parades in the history of Yom Ha'atzmaut, but uh, but no not car parade, not car parades. Um, the Celebrate Israel parade will not be taking place in New York this year. It's now scheduled for June the sixth, twenty twenty one. Oh wow! We'll, They're not going to have a virtual car. Uh, car there won't be a car parade. There'll be some type of virtual celebration online, but. You know, there's nothing like getting together and flying the flags and enjoying the music and, and having you know, the coverage on, of the Nachum Single Network. Yeah, for for us, it's it's one of our most not just important days of the year, but it's one of our most special days of the year, uh, where we get to really um, speak directly to our audience as we're sitting there and watching the parade, and they love it, they appreciate it, and we're going to miss it this year. But mm. like we Everybody. hope, like we hope and pray, we should all be healthy and uh, around and celebrate together next year with all the things that we are missing, unfortunately, this year. I want to mention that yesterday we spoke about and we memorialized Tamar Ariel, the first um, Orthodox female fighter pilot in Sahal. Right. Um, So her aunt, who I know for many, many, many years, wrote, uh, happened to write, she didn't know that I spoke about her, happened to write that in honor of Yom Zikaron, the family released four a, a sort of biography of her videos in, in a set of four short videos, wow. which are just beautiful and touching. And as much as I knew about her life from reading up about her, you, you get to really see what a special person this was. So I posted it. Um, I'll, I'll send it to you so you can post the links to those uh, four videos as well. And the family... Her, her mother, for sure, and other members of the family got um, the link to our presentation yesterday. Nice. Uh, in memory of their daughter and um, send us a thank you. I, I, there's a, still another message that I'm waiting for, but uh, for whatever reason, there was communication problems. But they, their family was well aware of what we did yesterday and are very thankful. And we're glad they're aware of it. We won't let people forget. We're never going to let people forget those who have fallen at the hand of the enemy and those who have fallen on Al-Kiddush Hashem and those who have fallen uh, for the uh, for the future. Rescuing others. For and, the future of the state of Israel and who, of course, have fallen in all the wars that Israel's been through, all the tens of thousands that are in that category. We have a uh, we have app comments that people uh, utilize. Uh, a listener, Chaya, says, Chag Sameach, everyone, Dash to Mayor. Are you getting personal Thank messages you. now? Thank you, Chaya. You're getting, you're getting personal you. messages on the uh, app. Yes, well, you, you know, know. The uh, app is not supposed uh, to be used for well, personal I'm unavail- needs. I'm unavailable to my friends for two hours now. Uh, they got to get through. That's through, right. So. They wouldn't know where to find you otherwise. Yeah. This is good. Are you kidding? <laughs> uh, Tov, listener Schwiger says, and Chag Sameach, so enjoying this morning's program and looking forward to this afternoon's Hollywood, Florida connection. Uh, GZ Settler says this is our kids' favorite song. Chagatz Mutzameach. Thank you for that. Um, listener Chaya says, thank you. It's a great reminder that we are the flowers of our ancestors and their love for Aretz. That's so true. And, uh, we, and we stand on their shoulders for sure. Oh, this one, this listener says, what a great show. Wonderful way to celebrate Yamatzmut. How about Yo-Yo by Poogie? Hmm. Oh, 
Would you like that we go to that? You know what? Maybe I think I have it right here. So maybe we you have it there. That. I have I it here. So. Whichever one you want to go to, we could uh, we could do. Yeah, we'll do it here. Maybe we'll do the live yeah, version. I, I was thinking of adding that to the playlist. You should know. And and I asked myself, what prevented you? So that's what I'm saying. I asked myself, is this an appropriate song for Yom Hatzmoed? And then I said, you know, there are more appropriate songs. But if someone would ask me, is this an appropriate song for Yom Hatzmoed? I would say, what would a Yom Hatzmoed musical presentation be like without Poogie? That's funny. All right. I, We're dating ourselves. I'm now going to have to. Uh, you haven't? No, I'm, I thought I did and I don't. So I'm going to have to turn to you to, to, to help okay, us. Okay, um, just give me a second. And then, the, gonna... uh, then the next comment is, hello from Rabbi Fine. Head of school at BMA in Hollywood. Thank you, Rabbi Fine, and big regards to everybody down in Florida. Can't wait for the parade. I worked with Roy Winkler. He's a special one-of-a-kind educator. Special uh, one-of-a-kind educator. Thanks for lightening up our day. Oh, I appreciate that, and we look forward to speaking to everybody down in Hollywood. I hope Avi Fryer gives me a, a minute or two to address my people down in Hollywood. I hope that uh, there'll be at least, you know, it is my network after all, Mayor. I hope he gives oh, me. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I hope I he gives it. me a chance during that hour to at least give a nice message to our friends in Hollywood who are responsible for the epic Yomatsumut car parade. Are we set with that over there? Yeah, we are. It's Yoya, it's Poogie, and you are listening to JM in the AM. Oh, that's 
J.M. and the A.M., we switched from the recorded version to the live version of Yoya. Mayor, this is a good one. This is a uh, an incredible, an incredible guitar solo, as you hear, in the middle of Kaveret Ba Park, a live concert that took place in Israel. Yeah, so you you uh, you you're now playing uh, you. You're showing the live version? Not showing anything. We're just playing it live. Oh, because when you said is the live, I thought you meant Poogie is live in your thing. <laughs> in our studio. Really goes against, yeah, but that goes against the social, social distancing, distancing to so say the least. I knew it couldn't be. Happy Amatswood, everybody!
They are the Beatles of Israel. Mayor Fedekstein, Danny Sanderson, Giddy Gove, Ephraim Shamir, Alona Larchik, Yitzchak Klepter, and Yoni Rechter, and they are Kaveret Pugi. And it's unbelievable, Mayor. They released only three studio albums in the mid-70s, and that was it. And they remained the, literally the Beatles of Israel. And I didn't realize that after Pugi, after Kaveret Ba Park, there's one more called uh, Hamofaha Haron. I wonder if that's, ha -haron, any, yeah. I wonder if that's yeah, any good. What is We've it? played. We played. We've played from there. That was back in 2013. It's very good. I I think that the, that's one of the many last performances that they gave. Correct. You know what I mean. Their last reunion, and there was many. A, no, there were many last. Right. Correct. There were a lot of reunions and a lot of last ever, and that was right. That was right. the last of the yeah, last ever. Alluding to, yeah. And that's listener Danny who thanks us for that. Thank you, listener Danny. I um, I I saw an interview. Who's the uh, who's the 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 Shasnik who um, you know, was a famous actor, became a member of Shas, uh, very religious, you know, an actor, an a, a member of Shas. Yeah, the, I think it was a member of Shas. You mean Shuli Rand? Uh, not Shuli Rand. The other one before that. Who was the most famous Uri actor? Zohar. Uri, Uri Zohar. So I saw an interview. He was with, not a member of Shas. He helped Shas right, in their right. in their PR. He came yeah. up with this. Remember this whole thing? Yes, right. That's correct. That was his yeah. thing, Shas. Yes. So. I um I saw an interview. I was on an LL plane in the days when we used to fly. Remember those days we used to fly? And I saw an interview that he he had he, he had a show. He had a show where he actually That's right. did That's interview right. some interviews and for a short he, time. And he interviewed Ephraim Shamir, mm. who I was always fascinated by because Ephraim Shamir uh, was was not the most friendly person when it came to traditional Jews. Let's put it that way. Mm -hmm. And then he sat down for an interview with him. And when once I think I told this to you, I remember telling this to you off the air. And once you saw this conversation about where Ephraim Shamir came from and what his parents were involved with in that whole socialist generation and you know that whole genre of Israel's existence, which still exists, but you know it was so prevalent then, you realize why you know he grew up the way he did and had the feelings that he had. Not that I'm justifying it. I'm just saying. Was but he born in Israel? I believe he was not. I believe he was born, right. born in think, Russia. I think he was born in the Soviet Union. Right. I think he was born in Russia, right. Right. So that also explains a lot of... Uh, right. So, so, But it was a very interesting conversation. And, and the entire show, he's trying to get a fried show here to put on tefillin. He had never had a bar mitzvah, never put on tefillin in his life. Wow. And I don't remember if at the end he actually acquiesced or he said, you know what? Till this point, this has been my tradition. I don't know of putting on tefillin and I'm, I'm going to deny it. I don't, I'm going to deny doing it. I'm, I'm going to turn it down. I don't remember what happened in the end. But again... You know, it shows you when there's communication and there's an open dialogue, it is much much easier to understand um, what people uh, who may not think like you do or may not think like we do, uh, you know, where they come from. I'm not saying it makes that, sense. I, yeah, go ahead. go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. No, I think that that's really what typifies Israel in the sense that Kulanu Achim, yeah. we are all brothers and sisters that are living together coming from everywhere on the face of the earth with different backgrounds and different beliefs and different understandings. And everybody thinks that the other one is wrong and I'm right. And ultimately we have to find a way to live together and, and accept things that may not be exactly the way we want them because we have one mutual destiny in the land of Israel. And if we are not, ultimately, chas v'shalom, chas v'shalom, we have, we have what happened in Tanakh. If you read the uh, Sefer Melachim, you, you have two countries. 
we are today so much more united than they were in those days. You had Mamlechet Yehudan, Mamlechet Yisrael that fought with each other, that went to war against each other. Today, thank God, we, we have one, one state of Israel. And, and by the way, you, you talk about philosophies that were prevalent and, and then they changed. Well, we don't understand these historic, we can only look back. You know, God, uh, Moshe says to, to God that he wants to see him, understand his ways, right? Uh-huh. And God says, I, I will only show you my back, but not my face. Right. And some people explain, God says, you won't understand in advance what I'm doing. Only when you look at it from the back with perspective of history, will you understand. And we have now somewhat of a perspective of history, but we're still in the middle of a process. So when we look back, we understand some of the things, but we still have no clue, you know, how it's going to, how it's going to end up. It's one of the, you know, you say we want to stay alive. Obviously everybody wants to stay alive, but for me, it's like, I want to see how this ends up. <laughs> right. I want to see how this turns out. But it's, one of the things that we see, you know, in the last election, the party that controlled the state of Israel from 1947, even a little before that, but once it was a state from 1948 until 1977, controlled the country of Israel. Lock, stock, and barrel was the Labor Party. Right. Mapai. You couldn't get a job if you weren't a member of Mapai. If you went against them, people that were followers of Menachem Begin, members of the Etzel and the Lechi, who after the state was declared, tried to get a job, they couldn't get a job. They were blacklisted. If you didn't have the right, as Menachem Begin always used to say, if you didn't have the Pinkas Ha'adom, the little red um, you know, uh, um, membership uh, booklet, in the last elections, they disappeared, basically. Right. Doesn't exist anymore. So it's 72 years later, and the undeniable uh, ruler of the country is, is gone. And now there's a whole new group coming up that are a lot more amenable to religion yeah. and religious people. To the chagrin of those who really control the country, and that's the media. <laughs> and, and the courts. And the courts. There, yeah. there you still have um, – they're a little behind, that's all. Catch JM and the AM with a reminder that later today at 4.30 Eastern time, we're going to be live uh, carrying the Hollywood, Florida Epic Car Parade. 4.30 this afternoon, uh, Avi Fryer is our representative down, well, not our representative, but is representing the parade in, in the connection to us here at the Nahum Siegel Network. And literally those in the car are going to be instructed to be tuned into the Nahum Siegel Network for music and for instructions and for the spirit of the day. So if we can add to that, we're going to, and we certainly will allow all of our listeners to eavesdrop on that ceremony going on down in Hollywood, Florida, uh, later today, starting at 4.30 and, Eastern time. And you are the virtual Grand Marshal. That's right. I'm the virtual Grand... Ooh, what do I need to... I better get... Oh, I'll wear my tie. You need a sash. I'll, you need a I'll sash. wear my tie as a sash. I will be the virtual yeah. Grand Marshal with this beautiful Israel go. flag tie that I wore during today's special with our flags and with Theodore Herzl next to me and everything else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Benjamin Zev, could you imagine... You dreamt about it. What year did Yaman Zev Herzl pass away? What what year do you think he... Uh, 1904. Somewhere in the very early like 1900s, right? At a very young age. So he dreamt about it, right? He convinced himself and the rest of the world that if you dream of it, uh, it, it, that if you dream, if you want it badly enough, it will not be a dream. It could actually be fulfilled. 
And look what happened. And here I am. I am the one. I am the shliach now, Mayor, who's been assigned to tell Herzl that his dream, in fact, has come true, that we are living the dream and that our colleagues are really living it because they're there in Israel, unlike us phonies. They're actually in Israel and living the dream. And I could tell and I could tell him now, and just a moment, yeah. I'm whispering into Herzl's ear as you okay, see. I'm right next to him and he's listening attentively. The man hasn't moved in three hours. Um I <laughs> as I speak with him here on the balcony of the is it the Three Kings or Five Kings Hotel? What's the name of it? Three Kings? Three, I think. Three Kings Hotel here in Basel, here at our studio in Basel. I am now uh, on on the Rhine River, which looks very much like the East River right now. I am now telling the the uh, the visionary himself that the dream has come true, that there's a strong state of Israel, a state that is in that is number one or close to number one in every major category of a country's existence on this globe. Whatever you want, economically, militarily, technology academia, Torah, the number one funder of Torah education in the history of the world, right? Yes, and the largest number of people studying Torah right. in Eretz Israel ever in Jewish history. All of that. Just a moment. I'm in the middle of my presentation to, to Mar Herzl. I'm just helping you. Mar I'm Weingarten. Helping. Mar Weingarten, I'm begging you. I'm in the middle of my presentation to Mar Herzl. <laughs> and, and I am now reassuring him. That everybody's doing what they can in their power, whether it's the Nefesh Benefesh people, whether it's us. We are trying to, 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 to shrink the gap between the state of Israel and those of us in the Gola, we are tr- in the exile. We are trying to shrink that bridge. We are trying to, to make the bridge solid but make it as small as possible. I am reassuring him that we are trying our best to carry out this part of his dream. And he would be proud, and this is a good, by the way, and I, Mizrahi people, stay with us as long as you can. I'm begging you. It's worth it to stay till 9 o'clock if you can. If not, then, then maybe a couple of minutes before 9. But please, please stay with us. It's Yom Atzimut after all. Nobody does it better than we do. And he would be proud that there is a strong Mizrahi world movement that I described earlier that in the last couple of years has become such an important entity and has brought under its umbrella Every important aspect of religious Zionist life, as I said, from the publishers to the networks to the educators to the lecturers to the shlichim and many other categories, all under one umbrella, ready to to uh, to conquer um, the, the the I should say ready to spread uh, the word of religious Zionism throughout the world. So now that I've given this mess, and look at this, he's look how seriously he's taking my words. Yeah, I, Mayor, are, are you getting emotional about this? Yeah, oh yeah. Are you getting yeah, emotional I'm... about my conversation with with Benjamin yes. Zev Herzl, which is taking me, place me, here at the Three Kings Hotel on the balcony overlooking the Rhine River? I'm just a just a bystander, but it it is it's very moving, and I think that you and Herzl are going to go party afterwards. <laughs> Do we know what he'd enjoy? Do we know if he'd go for falafel on a day like this? I have no idea. But I I will tell you that we shouldn't forget that by the time Herzl comes around in the late 1800s, there's quite a movement already spearheaded by many of the rabbis, like the ones we mentioned earlier today, Rav Alkali and Rav Kalisher and the the Nitziv and uh, the heads of the Shiva and Hebron who get up and move to Eretz Israel right. to the city of Hebron. That's why it's called the Hebron Yeshiva, right. even though it's in Yerushalayim today. So, so then Herzl sort of like takes all that energy and puts it into a political sphere 
which was necessary to take to the next step, obviously. Unbelievable. You think about the most recent history of the Jewish people, everybody, you have to understand what kind of miracle it is. 72 years later, here we are, and we are celebrating our beloved state of Israel. And as I said earlier, even in an era, even in an era, could you imagine? Because we have imagined what our ancestors went through when they were in the Galut, when they were in exile, and they had no ability to go to a Jewish state for a safe haven. Now we are on a very, very, very small level, thanks to the, to, the, to the chesed of countries like the United States, experiencing this. Because now during corona, we cannot travel. If God forbid, God forbid, God forbid, anything would go wrong in any country, really wrong, Jews would not be able to get to Israel right now. So we can slightly, 1% of it, understand what that feeling is like, because we can't get to Israel right now. Imagine what our ancestors felt like when there was no safe haven, when there was nowhere to go. And when they couldn't sleep well at night and trying to protect their their families from the enemy uh, in so many different cities around the world and for so many centuries. Today we have a state. Today we have an incredible and amazing and vibrant state. And I am just, I hope and pray that travel there will become normal again very soon. I hope that Aliyah will, will become the norm very soon. You know, someone told me a very sad statistic, and I know that there are a lot of very sad things going on, and this doesn't compare to some of them, but I'm going to say it anyway because to me it hit me. Because Birthright Israel has been essentially canceled for this summer, and and if it hasn't been canceled, obviously there's going to be major adjustments. 35,000 students who would go and be inspired and whose lives would be changed, whether they'd be changed that they'd actually move to Israel, whether they'd be changed that it would have an effect on the future families they're going to raise, whatever that means. 35,000 who would be somehow influenced by an experience of being in the Holy Land will not be there this summer. And it is the state of Israel, our beloved state, that's not only big militarily, and in academia, and in Torah, and in technology, and in finance. It's not just that. It is also the epicenter of where the incredible Jewish and Zionist spirit comes from that ends up touching hundreds of thousands of young and old people around the world. And that's something we should keep in mind on this Yom Atzmut. Excellent. Mayor? Maybe another song as our friends from Mizrahi leave us, and I thank them for presenting us on Facebook Live, and I thank everybody for for tuning into Facebook Live. And you, of course, will connect with me for, for final words through our telephone system. Uh, what song should we do? Where should we go in our Dodi. Say it again? Kol Dodi. Kol Dodi. This is the one that's um, performed by, where am I here? By Yishai Rebo. By Yishai Rebo. Uh, and here it is for you and for all of us on a very special Yom Ha'atzma'ut 72, Israel's 72nd birthday at JM in the AM. ואת קרננו להרים מתוך תאומות עפר ולהקיץ נרדמים עם תרועת שופר כל דודינה זה בא כך פשטה לה השמועה 
וכל תינוק שנשבע קיבל את הנבואה, אז בוא נצא לקראתו בתופים ועוגר. שירו לו זמר ולו אשרם שהשם אלוקיו, ואז יפוח היום והשקר יתהדר. אז יצאו במחול כל איילות השדה, וידלגו על הערים, ולא מחמת אימת השועלים. ומחג והסלע יזרמו מים חיים בין צטרי המדרגה להשקות שושנת העמקים ולהקים משכן שיסיר את סבלותינו מכאן כל דודי דופק, פיתחו לי בניי. הגיע זמן גאולתכם, ולצרותכם אמרתי די. ובאתי לבשר, שלא תבכי יותר אחר. מריחים את המשיח, יותר מכל אבקת רוכל. שלום לך דודי, יצח ואדמון. שפוחם אותך על אבנים. ושב לבי ברחמים, כי לרחמך אין זיכרון שיכיל את כל הנתונים. ואז יפוח היום, ושקר יתהדר. אז יצאו במחול כל איילות ולא מחמתם את השועלים, ומחג והסלע יזרמו מים חיים, בין צטרי המדרגה להשקות שושנת המקים, ולהקים משכן שיסיר את סבלותינו J.M. in the A.M. Called O.D. Ishai Rebo. Before our closing theme, and you know there's no appropriate, more appropriate closing theme than we do, the one we do every day, and that's Hatikva on a day like today on Yom HaTzmoot. Mayor Weingarten, thank you so much. Thank you. What an amazing and incredible show today was. And, uh, oh, by the way, <laughs> I do remind everybody to tune in at 4.30 for our Hollywood, Florida car parade, but I just was informed that RPRY, the Rabbi Pesach Raymond Yeshiva in Edison, New Jersey, is having a car parade in Edison Highland Park in East Brunswick starting at 12 noon today. Nice. So, so we say, we say, Ashikoh, congratulations. I'm going to remind Avrami to give them a special shout-out 
in the 12 noon hours. He'll be live from Israel uh, later today on this. Is young. he going to be? Is he going to be the virtual grandmaster of that? Good question. Hey, RPRY guys, you should make Avrami the virtual Grand Marshal. Grand Marshal, yeah. And I don't know if he'll wear an Israel tie, but he'll certainly have his Nahum Siegel Network shirt on. I didn't get that. And, and he's in, he lives in Israel. Yeah. He made Aliyah, so he doesn't even need to wear a tie. He's like, you know? Yeah, that's true. He's like the real deal ad. If he's real deal Israeli, no tie necessary. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Mayor Todaraba, and we Todaraba. should we should have the schut. You know, since last year and over the last couple of months, we've we've seen a lot of people in the Jewish community suffer terribly and families going through terrible situations. We don't take life for granted, and we pray, you and I and all of us, that we are together to celebrate Yom Ha'atzmaut together again a year from now, Bezrat Hashem. And I thank you so much for being part of this again. And thank, uh, and thank you. And I remind our audience, Mayor has material like he described today, and his material today was just remarkable every Monday at 9 a.m. on The Israel Show for years and years. If you just go to the archives and listen to every old show, you will you will just uh, be fascinated by the material. Check it out. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio around the world, the web, and AlchemSiegel.com, on the AlchemSiegel Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. And I thank you all for tuning in. Chag Sameach, Moadim Lusimcha, Ligula Shlema from all of us at the Nahum Siegel Network. Till tomorrow, Nahum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.